Hey, hello, and welcome to Small Town Big Business. We're a podcast about doing big business in small towns across the middle United States. I'm Russell Williams. I'm director of Ethos. We are a small business incubator, co-working spaces, training and development center here in downtown Marion, Illinois. And we're coming to you from the historic Citadel building here on Tower Square Plaza. Well, hey, thank you for joining us. And we do want to thank our sponsors for making the Small Town Big Business podcast possible. So I want to thank Arcadia Wealth Group, Black Diamond Harley-Davidson and RV, the Swinford Media Group, Fowler Heating and Cooling, the Watermark Auto Group Foundation, and also our producers at Union Street Arts. And we have some wonderful guests here today that we're going to interview, uh, Martin Parsons and Akami Ayers. And you guys are from Legal Advocacy Headquarters here in Southern Illinois. Hey, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having us, Russ. We're excited to be here. Yeah, excited to have you. So Martin and Akemi, tell us a little bit more about your background and who you are and where you come from, maybe about family or anything that you want to share. Sure, so I can get started. Uh, hello, I'm Akemi. Um, I have lived in Southern Illinois for, gosh, 16 years or so. Um, I originally, my father was in the military, so we moved around a little bit. Um, but I claim, or I call home Minnesota. I grew up, yep, just uh, north of the Twin Cities. In the Midwest. Yes, in the Midwest. Um, So I went to, I grew up there. I took a couple gap years um, trying to figure out what I wanted to do after high school. Um, Then did go to college in Missouri. Which worked, college? Um, at Missouri Western State University. Sure, yeah. I uh, did the corporate world for a couple of years mm-hmm. in Kansas City okay. and then decided, oh, I don't know if this is for me. I was in my mid-20s and thought, okay, well, what am I going to do? And so I actually, um, went, I was very active when I was an undergrad. Mm-hmm. And so I decided to go back to my alma mater and work for them and loved it. I didn't think yeah. it was a job. I was working with all these college students, okay. you know? Yeah. And so. So, uh, so then I thought, well, gosh, this, these are people that you can actually have a career doing this. Okay. And so how I ended up in Illinois, I actually went to graduate school here okay. at Western Illinois University. What did you study? I studied college student personnel. Okay. So yeah. I had a degree in higher education yeah. and ended up in Southern Illinois uh, working at SIU School of Law. Great. How long did and you do that? So I did that for, gosh... 16 and a half years okay, at the law school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you love about working here at SIU? Yeah. Oh, I love the students. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the, the best part about it all. Keep I think they keep, I think they keep you young and they keep you hip, you know, they okay. keep you knowing what, uh, what's in and, but yeah, just seeing them grow as they're, you know, I was, I ended my career ended as the director of admissions there. So okay. I saw them, you know, before before they were our student okay, and excellent. then I was with them the three years that they were our student I'm, and I'm now friends with a lot of our alumni okay. um, and so seeing them grow and seeing them have their own families and and have careers and that's okay. that's uh, an awesome thing to, to experience. Awesome. Mm-hmm. How about you Martin? <clears throat> I am from Illinois, central Illinois from a little town called Hoopston uh, up near Danville, Champaign-Urbana area okay. And Some I, great basketball teams have come yeah, from that they, community. They have, they, they have. The, yeah. we, our claim is the high school home of uh, Thad Mata was the uh, Ohio yeah. State coach for a while. Yeah. So that's one of our claims to fame. Absolutely. Uh, 
Um, I uh, didn't go to college right away. I joined the Marine Corps right out of high school. Didn't really have any uh, other op or better options. I just didn't think about doing anything else. Isn't this the birthday today that today we're recording? Today is the Marine Corps the birthday. Marine Corps, yeah, it Zip is. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I didn't wear my pin, um, but I have one ready for later. Um, so I joined the Marine Corps, um, and while I was in the Marine Corps, I was on embassy duty, and that's where uh, I kind of decided I want to be a lawyer. Okay. Uh, I, just, I liked the State Department life and living in embassies, so I got out of the Marines to go to college. Okay. I went to a junior college for a couple of years, and um, then went and dropped out and went. But mm -hmm. when I first got out of the Marines, I... Uh, went to the library. I'm a big library fan because mm. um, I didn't know how to be a lawyer or what it took. So mm -hmm. I went to the library um, and got a book, picked a book off the shelf that was called, So You Want to Be a Lawyer. Mm -hmm. And uh, in those days, back in the, the 90s, you checked out a book by pulling the library card out. And you yes, I remember your name and yeah. they stamped the due date yeah. on your book. And when I pulled it out, the library card was, was full. There wasn't okay. any more room. So mm -hmm. as I was looking at it, I realized that I had checked that book out when I was 11. Oh, wow. And then one year later when I was 12. <laughs> so then now I'm 22, 10 years later past uh, that, and I'm going to check the book out again. Um, so they, because it was full, they gave it to me. Oh, wow. Um, I took it home, put it in a box, sort of forgot about it. Uh -huh. um, and joined the National Guard uh, mm -hmm. for more educational benefits, uh, yeah. spend another 22 years part-time and full-time in the Army National Guard, all the while chipping away at my undergraduate degree, mm -hmm. uh, finally uh, finishing it while I was deployed to Iraq. We came back, um, I graduated from Western as well by yeah. coincidence, and uh, then retired. A couple years later, I retired from the military, okay. didn't really have a plan, mm -hmm. uh, and decided to go to law school. Okay. Um, so we, I came to Southern, and was as I was preparing to uh, to come down here, I was digging through a box of stuff, and I found that card. Oh, I yeah. found that library card. Wow. So I had it laminated, um, put in a in a uh, frame, and it was on my desk while I was going to law school. Yeah. To to remind me that, that is good uh, and help me keep going. And that's where that journey had started. Wow, that's a great story. So thank it's you. It's still yeah. on your desk. Yeah, still I still have it on my desk on in the office. now. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then I graduated mm -hmm. uh, from law school here mm -hmm. in Carbon, or uh, here locally, and mm -hmm. uh, worked at a small firm for a couple of years doing uh, business and transactional work, and then had the opportunity to go back to the law school and work there full-time, uh, running the Veterans Legal Assistance Program Clinic, um, helping veterans with VA disability claims appeals. Oh, very good. Uh, uh, so that's where uh, Kami and I met. Uh, I didn't meet her when I was a student. It was, it was after. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we uh, eventually decided that uh, it was time, our time to, to depart SIU. Now, you taught at SIU in the, in the law school. Yes, I taught. Uh, how many years there. there? I was there for five years. Okay. Um, teaching that clinic, small groups of students, um, okay. teaching them how to be lawyers in the in the uh, the context of VA disability claims okay. um, primarily. What was your favorite part of SIU? Um, I'd have to like Kami is the students mm -hmm. uh, working with the students, yeah. uh, seeing as a teacher, seeing that light bulb. Mm -hmm. uh, okay come on or they would come to me and say you know all this stuff that I've been learning finally makes sense because of how we're applying it yeah. now yeah um, and just seeing that those aha moments good um, and just seeing them grow and progress and and yeah. then graduate and do great things good so I like the students a lot as well well we should mention that you're business partners but you're actually partners in 
real life. I we guess. are. <laughs> we are. We're married. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. So there's not many married couples that decide, oh, we're going to start a business together. We're going to be business mm-hmm. partners. And we're going to talk through some of those challenges if we if we can. Sure. But where did the idea come from that, hey, we're, we're teachers, we're professors of law, and we love law students, and we're doing a valuable service there. At what point did you say, there's something else? Mm-hmm. There's something else we want to do. Mm-hmm. Should I say? Yeah. Um, yeah, so probably like a lot of listeners, um, we kind of had this aha moment during, started in spring of 2020. Okay. You know, this, the pandemic hit, and, okay. and we uh, started... We pivoted and working from home and, and working differently. And I think like a lot of people, we reevaluated kind of what we, how we wanted to spend our time and how we wanted to, yeah, use our, use that. And so, so that's when Martin and I would go on a lot of, we call them our COVID walks, okay. <laughs> you yeah. know, um, thinking about, okay, I, you know, being the director of admissions, I did a lot of, I mean, my job was customer service. Yeah. And so utilizing those relationships and that experience that I have and taking his legal knowledge and, mm-hmm. and expertise and how can what can we do with this. Okay. And so it really started there um, in those COVID walks and, and thinking about, okay, what can we do and, and how how do we want to be different? Okay. Um, and what, what does it look like for us? Okay. So, and yeah. at Southern Illinois University, you were always on the administrative side? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I just misspoke when I said teaching, but you yeah, were on the teaching. Yeah, but he was on the teaching yeah. side. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So conversations as you're walking and then how did that formulate into... A business. Yeah. Yeah, well, as we're thinking about it, one of the things that came, you would say, was like all these these young or younger law students are graduating, they're in their 30s and they're leaving and they're starting firms, practices. Mm-hmm. Like, what do they what do they know about life and practice? And that yeah. was one of the things that encouraged us to, we could probably do this. We both have some life experience. Mm-hmm. So um, as we thought about it, um, we sort of set some milestones. Um, well, you know, maybe we can do it if we can find the right location or mm-hmm. um, we th- these certain things fall into place. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them being, the first one probably being uh, a location, yeah. Um, yeah. because Ethos wasn't around at that time yeah. uh, for, to yeah. be a, a location, yeah. because we can practice really um, yeah. uh, more. And where is Legal Advocacy Headquarters? We're in Carterville, downtown okay. Carterville. Yeah. yeah, and at that time it was COVID, you know, so we were doing everything remotely. So we're like, well, sure. geez, we don't, we don't even need a space, you know? Yeah. And then the more we thought about it, we were thinking, no, we really need to separate our family life from mm-hmm. our from our work life mm-hmm. and that was kind of one of the challenges that we experienced sure. too during COVID so yeah so that was kind of a fun story so and the whole during the whole thing Martin and I just kept saying okay if it's meant to be we'll have signs you know we'll, we'll the mm-hmm. things will come together for us and so we were out walking actually one day and in Carterville there's not a lot of commercial real estate right. existing um Especially downtown. Yeah, especially downtown. We wanted to be downtown. That's where we live. So we wanted to be a part of the community where we live. And so, yeah, there's, so there's not much real estate down there. And so we would, you know, always walk around and check. And one day on one of our walks, um, I said, let's, we were right at the intersection, like the main intersection in downtown. And I said, let's take a right here and see what's down here. And we happened to walk by a building and had a for sale sign. It was like a for sale by owner sign in it. 
And so we're looking in the windows, <laughs> trying to see, and it looked, it was vacant for sure. And uh, so I said, let's go home and see, let's try to figure this out. The number, we couldn't even see the number. Mm-hmm. It had right? been for sale it, so long, the number was just faded. Yeah, it was, it was gone. Like faded. So it was just yeah. this for sale sign. So sure. I said, let's figure out who owns this place, mm-hmm. you know? So we get home and we start doing our internet research. We mm-hmm. figure out who owns it. And we found the address of the owners. And so I think you sent them a letter, right? Mm-hmm. And we, and then of course, you know, with mail, and then we're waiting and waiting. And I'm mm-hmm. not a patient person. It was a testing my patience. Um, yeah. But, uh, and we never heard from them. Them. Uh-huh. And so then we're like, okay, well, maybe that maybe that wasn't meant to be. And I said, well, we can't give up yet. <laughs> we have to figure it out. And so I th- somehow I think through other resources, you figured mm-hmm. you found an email address for the owner. Mm-hmm. And so Martin actually emailed the okay. the owner, and right away we got a response. Mm-hmm. And he had he lived in Southern Illinois, mm-hmm. and he had moved out of state. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, and so, but he actually that later that week he was going to be in town. And so okay, he good. said, "I don't live there, but I'm going to be here." Mm-hmm. Um, he works for the Marion VA, okay. so he's like, "I'm going to be here. Um, you can see it." And so then we were super excited. And of course, I'm saying, "Well, this is a sign," mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> um, and so yeah, so we saw the building, and it was built in 1912. Okay, wow. Yeah, it's an yeah. older building, um, but it had been vacant for a number of years and had been a lot of different mm-hmm. things, but. Really, the building was a shell. The yeah. old concrete floors, they had partially finished the front, but it was yeah. basically um, like an old, long building that you see in downtown, right. you know? And so it's really just an Does open a floor plan. A lot of these buildings have... It didn't have a name, it, it just had the date. Yeah, mm-hmm. and supposedly they used to make We've learned through talking with people, they used to make mm-hmm. uh, fishing lures oh, really? here. Okay. Yeah, so it was interesting. So anyway, so we saw the building and, um, you know, and, and so I think that was in April mm-hmm. of 2020, right? Yeah. And, um, and so then we thought, okay, well, you know, we'll see what happens if anything else comes up. Mm-hmm. And, and then a few months later, I think he had contacted you and said, hey, <laughs> what are you guys doing? Are you going to mm-hmm. do this or not? And that's a huge thing to buy a building. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, it's sure. it's one thing to sit and think about oh, we want to do this, and then, mm-hmm. but to actually make that step and right. and buy it, it was like yeah. real. It yeah. was going to happen. Awesome. So we did that. I think yeah. So we ended up doing that, and um, yeah, and then it was just. So did you incorporate I, the business in 2020? Oh, uh, it was actually 2021 is when we okay. looked at the building. Was yeah, it? So okay. yeah, because we spent about a yeah, year thinking remember. about it. Yeah. So. Yeah. 2021 uh, was when we saw it, and then right. uh, we bought it in August 2021, mm-hmm. and very shortly after that is yeah. when we mm-hmm. um, created Legal Advocacy Headquarters, LLC, yeah. um, after we decided mm-hmm. that's, and a lot of a lot of discussion about, well, what are we going to call it? Um, sure. That's also a mm-hmm. discussion. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell me about your roles um, mm-hmm. in this business, and also who do you serve, and what type of services do you offer? Mm-hmm. So either either question. Sure. Um, so I'm I'm the the attorney. We have one attorney, um, and uh, our primary focus is small business uh, advice and counsel. We really want to help small businesses um, because oftentimes small businesses don't get the the help they they probably should have up front. Yeah. And so we're trying to fill that gap uh, and and help them before they need. Uh, or they get in trouble, I yeah. guess. Um, so that's our primary focus is okay. small businesses um, with all that goes into setting up a business and, and keeping a business running um, 
and then we do some trademarks as well, which is part of the, the branding of a business. Mm-hmm. But that's really our primary focus is there. We just want to be able to do that well uh, on, a, on a very focused scale. Great. And then you're on more of the administrative side? I am, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm the first contact that they will they will meet when they come in, and, and I'll be their support and um, be with them through their whole journey yeah through our office and and keep martin on track and and all that sort <laughs> it's a of tough thing. job yeah it is that's yeah. excellent yeah. well you've already helped us here at ethos with the small business incubator you've offered a course can you talk a little bit more about that course and what that was based on sure um, we do that we did that one hour talk and uh it's based on my book top 10 legal mistakes entrepreneurs make in their yeah. small business um structured around uh, the initial setup of the business, uh, making sure you select the right uh, business structure and keeping the formalities, and then the things that you do progressively, getting handbooks and having contracts and uh, paying people properly and uh, those kinds of things. Yeah. So rather new business owners, I think, but what's your favorite yeah. part so far? What's your favorite part about being a business owner? I, I like the freedom. To be able to do what we want to do. If something's not right, well, we can change it, you know? Um, And we have control of of that. So that's what I like. A little different than university systems. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. That's awesome. How about yourself, Martin? Yeah. Yeah, I like the control for sure. As a military guy, it was one of the things that was a little challenging for me in academia mm-hmm. is the, the lack of, you know, as much structure, yeah. um, but also the and the control. So being able to, as Kami said, if something's not working or not working as well as we'd like, we can change it. Yeah. Um, and the freedom to mm-hmm. uh, do the things that we want to do, freedom how, to, how we want to spend our time. Yeah. Um, it was definitely one of the things as we were evaluating or reevaluating our time at the schools, like how do we want spend our time sure where do we want to where do we want to spend our time sure that was part of what prompted us to go is we just decided we just didn't want to spend it as much there we wanted to be able to have control on how we spent it and who we spent it with and what we did with the time yeah Um, Excellent. And you, you're a problem solver, though. You like to, he always, he has this phrase that he uses, and I'll say, oh, we have a problem. And he's like, no, it's a solution opportunity. There you go. I love that. <laughs> and so when we've had people contact us, and I'll be like, oh, my goodness, like, what are we going to do? Or is this, yeah. he'll say, no, this is great. And he loves that's to good. dig in and, and, uh, and figure it out. So I think that's one thing that you're... Yeah. You, I can see that you enjoy and are really one of your strengths. Yeah. And how about for a cameo from your perspective, being a business partner <laughs> and also a marriage partner, what do you, what do you learn that is great about a cameo being in this business? Uh, I mean, her customer service and her taking care of people is just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, she just really loves hospitality um, and taking care of people. And so for us, that's, for me, that's tremendous. Um, yeah. I like that. I'm just not as good at it because um, I like people, but I get tied up with doing other things or you know, my focus goes el- elsewhere. But um, her customer service, it's the, a story that we would hear a lot when she was at the law school. Um, students who had a choice, um, students who had good grades that could have gone to uh, other schools, um, chose to come to SIU because of how Akemi made them feel yeah. when she came to visit. 
And so for, for our business, that's just really yeah. important. That front-facing person is so important in any, especially a service business. Right. It's very, very important. Yeah. Yeah. You both clearly have some great strengths for business. <laughs> that, that is awesome. Let's talk about challenges, right? So new businesses, challenges. Is there one or two that, that you can think of that has been something that you've really struggled with, but you've either working through now or you've half worked through those in the first year or two of your business? Yeah, well, partly because we are so new. Um, there's a lot. We're, we don't have as many uh, challenges yet. They're just new, mm-hmm. the startup things. But one of the things that is a strength or good and bad that we've found is, you know, we're not from here. Okay. And yeah. uh, as we've, we go, we were just at a, uh, an event uh, yesterday and everybody around the tables, there were six or eight people and they're all from Carterville. Sure. Um, and related to each other. And, yeah, they either related <laughs> or they know. Or, or so and yeah. so, yeah. Um, so it, takes longer to build trust and build relationships than it would um, if we were from here. Um, But on the other hand, it hasn't been a significant impediment because those people have been tremendous Mm -hmm. in welcoming us. Good. Um, as well. And I think that's also one of our strengths, though, you know, is that because we do like people okay, and we yeah. do like to learn about people and, and we're a part of this community, you yeah. know, and so understanding the history of it and, yeah. and you know, and everything. I think so. I, I think it's a, it's definitely a challenge, but I think it's also an exciting thing, too, just yeah. given the opportunity. Let's talk more about those networking and, mm-hmm. and connecting opportunities because mm-hmm. you two have been very much part of that here at Ethos. Once a month, we offer mm-hmm. what we call mm-hmm. Eats at Ethos. And really the core thing is is mm-hmm. connect people together, connect mm-hmm. you with other business leaders, community leaders, and then maybe a startup entrepreneur that is offering the food, which is mm-hmm. an excellent bonus mm-hmm. too. But talk more about those opportunities that you have found here in our region of Southern Illinois where you're like, man, this is invaluable. Um, yeah, well, Ethos, those, the programs that you have here are fantastic. And everyone, the times that we've come have been so friendly and so welcoming. And we have discovered some great, um, yeah, Eat, eating opportunities yeah. too food here. Service so food service, yeah. oh, absolutely. So that's definitely, um, yeah, I would, I love that piece of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I, we've gotten involved in, uh, in addition to Ethos, uh, we're involved in the, the chamber in Carterville, mm-hmm. um, which is where we've done some things recently. Uh, we're recently involved in, got joined the chamber in Marion mm-hmm. um, as well. Uh, you know, the Rotary, um, taking almost you know, any opportunity that we can to, yeah. to meet people. Any other invaluable resources that you have found here in our communities that you're like, well, that really is helpful for us starting a business, maybe a person or an organization other than the chambers that we've talked about? Chambers, the SIU, Small Business uh, Development uh, I'm not sure their acronym, but SBDC, yeah, Small Business Development Center, is a great yeah. resource yeah. Um, as well. What have you gotten from them? What just name one or two things that you may. Um, we've gotten some advice on some on bookkeeping. Okay, uh, from them, I haven't used them as much um, as I would, as probably should have, and, uh, and probably will. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and we're in partnerships with them, too, so uh, we've already started offering some of the courses here that they would be able to teach and hopefully do some advisement here uh, in oh, Marion, Illinois, too. Good. So it would be excellent. Yeah, we've just we've been very fortunate. We just yeah. had so many yeah. things that have fallen into place for us yeah. um, along the way through 
Um, yeah, the city, I'd forgotten about Carterville. They were very supportive Carterville as well. The city, the city itself. Uh, yeah. we, we are in a TIF district, so we were provided some, some TIF funding very to help good. remodel. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've just we have been very fortunate from the, you know, finding the building and then yeah. um, all the way through to where we're at now. Yeah, um, we there, did a lot of planning though too. I mean, we thought through. We I mean, we started having these conversations, you know, during our COVID walks. But then it actually didn't. We didn't open until August of twenty two. You yeah. know, so that was a solid couple of years that we've you know, been thinking about it and planning, and it's been in the works. Sure. So I think maybe that has helped us yeah. too. Now, you mentioned TIF district, and I bet there's some listeners and viewers who are not familiar with what the TIF is. Can you briefly, sure. without going too far into, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I can't remember the acronym, uh, Tax Incentive something mm-hmm. district, but yeah. um, it's areas in small towns, typically, that they have uh, allocated mm-hmm. uh and determine that it's a district that they want to improve. Mm-hmm. So there's money that comes from taxes, um, an offset against taxes mm-hmm. to help uh, people, small businesses primarily, yeah. um, remodel or buy, do other things with the money. Right. Um, yeah. And it's often forgotten or unknown uh, benefit exactly. in, yeah. in many small towns. That's a great mm-hmm. benefit for small town uh, business owners and startups to, to look into the TIF districts. That's mm-hmm. true. So being from the Midwest, but not being from Southern Illinois has been both a challenge and a benefit to, can you think of anything else on that topic of how uh, love doing business here in Southern Illinois? Yeah, I, the people are just uh, very uh, welcoming. They're, they're kind. They're, it's just a really good place uh, to do business, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very helpful, uh, willing to provide a variety of Mm-hmm. you know, things that you need. Um, just, I can't even be, hardly could list the things that people have helped us with, provided uh, even just time um, mm-hmm. right. and just very, very helpful uh, opening their, their other, there's businesses around us who uh, have been very helpful in, in helping us. Yeah, Excellent. and the chamber, I know Carterville Chamber has really done a great job of, of of helping us get They're our great. message Harriet out. Harriet Mize, who's the executive director, she is it. She, I think highly of her. Yes, and, yeah. and she, yeah, and she, there was something that came up and she said, what about this or what about this? She's always giving us ideas and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's fantastic. So, that yeah. So good. Yeah, yeah. And I think in a larger community, you'd get lost in. Yeah. Um, yes, absolutely. That wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to get that um, attention that yeah. we can get in some in a smaller community. Right. Um, for sure. So, being at Ethos, I have a lot of people that do contact us asking specific questions, and some of them have to do with how to legally start a business and what legal help, um, and they may not know exactly what that is. So why would they come to you? Can you talk to maybe a potential client um, more specific about how you could help them um, start a business? Yeah. Um, we Coming to the law late in life, um, I look at it a little differently, maybe, even though I'm uh, gray-haired, I um, haven't been practicing that long. So when we were thinking about this um, and seeing the need for small businesses and having done some of that myself when I was younger, um, I know that a lot of small businesses don't get the help they need because they can't afford it or they don't think they can afford it. So they just try to do it themselves. Yeah. So we've tried, we uh, offer um, hopefully more affordable options. We have um, 
flat rate pricing for most of our offerings so that a small business owner knows what it's going to take. If they need a handbook, can tell them this is what it's going to cost. And if they can't afford it now, they can budget for it. So there's certainty in the pricing. Or if we're going to review a contract, I'll tell them up front. So for most of the things that we do, they would know um, how much it's going to cost. Yeah, that's a huge help. And then we also have uh, a couple of subscription models that... uh, if someone needs to call, ask questions, um, those subscriptions allow them to do that, to pretty much ask uh, almost unlimited questions <laughs> or yeah. send emails with questions so that they can, we can hopefully keep them out of trouble. Uh, sort of our, our tagline is proactively protecting your business. We wanna okay. help them on the front end uh, so that they don't have to litigate it uh, where it would cost them a whole lot more yeah. later. That's excellent. And so would they contact you if someone's looking for services and inquiring about that? Sure, yeah, they could start with me. And how yeah, would they absolutely. do that with a website and yeah, elsewhere? So, yeah, yeah, so um, visiting our website, LegalAdvocacyHeadquarters.com okay. or info at LegalAdvocacyHeadquarters.com. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. excellent. Mm-hmm. What did we miss? What else do you guys want to talk about um, that would help you guys out? I think, you know, so if if you're thinking about starting a business, um, since this is still fairly new to us, um, one thing that Martin did so much research and so much information gathering and just reading, and so that's so important. Another thing probably, you know, is to to find someone to have a place like Ethos or uh, some kind of resources that will help guide you through that and and having someone to bounce ideas off of and to really um, use that use that would be good. And I'm an over planner, so I probably uh, will tend to read or study too much, um, almost to. Yeah, so the other part would be you know, at some point you just gotta you gotta do it mm-hmm. yeah. too, and uh, we we plan for a lot of. Uh, for a long time, um, and, and I think that I might have just kept planning if we hadn't have been yeah. forced to, to move on. So That's that was good. the other part. After getting the, the resources and the mentoring and, and definitely having a plan. Um, but to but be flexible, though, too, mm-hmm. because there's so many things that, you know, what we thought we were going to do is not what we're actually doing now, mm-hmm, you know. Sure. And so things change and as we talked about it and, and stuff. So I think to be flexible with that, too, and, yeah. and to listen, because there's such great... Yeah. advice out there and mentorship yeah. and so to be open to that and listen to yeah. their ideas because mm-hmm. they've done it so they yeah. they have experience well, that is good advice mm-hmm. yeah appreciate mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. well i want to thank you both for joining us um, thank you for being so involved with ethos uh, really from the very beginning here because you're a new business we're a new uh, small business incubator but I, I loved how you've been connecting with us and connecting with the small town community leaders business owners and the the mayor and his staff and so you guys are go-getters i mean you guys aren't just focusing inwardly on how to provide services but you're out there offering those services and connecting with people and i love that we're getting to know each other more and more yeah we are yeah that is excellent so martin parsons and akami Ayers Mm -hmm. from legal advocacy headquarters which is located in carterville illinois 
great interview. Thank you so Your much. Your first podcast Thanks interview, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So this was fun. I appreciate that very much. Thank you so much. So I thank you. And also want to thank our viewers and listeners for tuning in to Small Town Big Business. We're so appreciative and also grateful for our um, supporters and sponsors. And want to mention them also, Fowler Heating and Cooling, Arcadia Wealth Group, Black Diamond Harley-Davidson and RV, the Watermark Auto Group Foundation, Swinford Media Group, and of course, Union Street Art. If you want to know more about Ethos, a small business incubator, co-working spaces, and training and development center here in downtown Marion, Illinois, I'm Russell Williams. You can contact me at russell at watermarkethos.org or look for us online at ethosmarion.org. And also don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can subscribe on YouTube channel, looking for small town, big business, or the many podcast platforms that we use. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Small Town, Big Business. I'm Russ Williams.